0: We are so proud to continue our partnership with Just Write Reader. Principals, directors, literacy leaders, curriculum queens, whoever you are or whatever your role, you know the importance of teaching reading skills with a clear phonics focus. And kids must have those books in their hands that so they can apply those phonics skills right away. Decodable texts are where it's at for schools wanting to ensure that all kids can read. Just Right Reader has a variety of those decodables written by authors in their house to ensure that most of their text is actually decodable through predictable phonics patterns. Just Write Reader also focuses on making sure that students have these opportunities to take their books home to read. There's also a QR code on the back of each book that gives parents a quick video on what skills are needed to read those books. So cool! There's just so many options. You must check out Just Write Reader today. You know you have that budget to spend. So get over to that website now and tell them the modern principles set you.
1: This is Christy, and in a few moments you'll meet Karen, and we are the Modern Principal. We're two enthusiastic educators with over 30 years of combined experience in leadership roles. We've been teachers, coaches, assistant principals, head principals, and even now in central office. We are on a quest to redefine the role of leadership in schools and use our voice to steer the next generation of leaders in education, regardless of their formal role. We try to keep our pod short, sweet, and simple, right to the point, a bite-sized bit of PD you can tackle on your way to or from school each day. This week we're taking on the real-life scenario of a principal planning for next school year. Enjoy. Hey, Karen. Hey, why do not we clap? I don't know
0: why. <laughs> hey, hey.
1: Now we're adding another reason for people to turn their volume <laughs> down. We. We Instagram those big lines. My laugh, I think so. Yes.
0: We Instagrammed, lived, Instagrammed live, mm-hmm.
1: Instagram live. I do not know the past participle of that.
0: Oh, good word. Good I don't know if it's really a participle. <laughs> we did our first one Instagram live, but Christy and I have been cracking each other up in the last five minutes. That wasn't live, <laughs> like dying laughing, and none of it was recorded.
1: I don't know that you people, missed it guys. I don't know that people would want to. I don't know
0: <laughs> if we should. But it was
1: it was Karen. Tell them what my mom was talking to you about at my kid's birthday party. So,
0: Christy's mom is amazing.
1: Um, and if you don't know, she also Karen's talks, husband and my mom yes. were co-teachers together. Yes. She was the SPED teacher, and he was the history teacher. And so, they talked together for several years. Yeah, and she was at my wedding, and Christy was and I not. <laughs> um, I didn't know Christy, not because I didn't like her mm-hmm.
0: viewers. Step back. Anyways. So, she she also talks a little bit, like, southern twangy. <laughs>
1: But she's not Southern. But you would agree there's a twang, right? There's a little something.
0: Yeah. So, Christy, what is your story with your tubes? They didn't get them all right. Your yes, tubes? they did. Oh, I that was the story. <laughs> Anyways, her mom brought up Christy's ear tubes and her daughter's birthday party to me, she which I had 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, she said someone was talking about their kid's ear infection, and Christy's mom said something about, well, I'm glad you didn't have to get tubes <laughs> like Christy. Because she has that twang. Sorry, sorry. That's not a good twang. It's not a good impression, <laughs> Mimi. That's not you, Mimi.
1: Uh, but I was telling Karen that, yeah, because <laughs> of my tubes, I had to get custom-made <laughs> earplugs. Yeah, that. And they were truly a mold of my ear, and I had to wear them for years. But then what Every happened when you and then I grew up? And you know you, your ears grow apparently, and I still had to wear these little tiny ear. And you shoved them right in, didn't
0: you, for pool time? You shoved them right in. I don't know why a mold of Christy's ear that she has to shove into her ear, and I'm guessing you wore it for more than just pool time. It was just the pool time. I'm guessing you found other reasons. <laughs> what color were they?
1: Pink with glitter. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. My mom said the pink might not be as noticeable in my ear as opposed to a darker color. (laughs) And the glitter just looks like freckles.
0: (laughs) I don't know why we're finding this so funny, but you guys are stuck with it.
1: You're welcome. That's the way banter.
0: (laughs) My earplugs.
1: From 1994. (laughs) Oh, my God. With glitter, we're gonna see how we're gonna see how this tests out with the audience. This kind of banter. Oh, you guys want more of this? Wait till we talk about. <laughs> wait till we talk about pinworms.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned.
1: <laughs> Christy's laughing <laughs> like <it up>. an. <laughs> All right. Okay. On that note. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a good laugh for you. Yes, our scenario. That was a good ab workout. (laughs) Our scenario this week comes from preparing in Pennsylvania, preparing states. Did I I wrote that one? No, I think I did. Oh yeah, that feels like you. I wrote anything with a letter. Oh my gosh! Look how many p's you have in this (laughs) sentence. Okay, these are real scenarios though. We just have to retype them. We get them in our DMs. Yeah, but we try to make sure that nobody can. You know, we don't want anybody to be known. Like, no noticeable factors. Yes. Like, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Good luck finding a girl named Preparing.
0: (laughs) That's the dumbest dad joke I've ever heard. And you're killing yourself. Hi, my name is Preparing. (laughs) I'm from
1: Pennsylvania. You're going to have to cut all this. (laughs) To edit everything out.
0: All right, so what does preparing in Pennsylvania have to say? She wrote,
1: I just finished my first year as principal and felt like I was in survival mode all year. Mm -hmm. What do you have on your summer to-do list to help you properly prepare for the next school year? Dun, dun, dun. We We have a lot. Summer's halfway over, so you're already behind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're already behind the eight ball. All right, you did some of the scholarly research. Karen, tell us about it. Which is very rare for me to be the scholar of the team, but here we go adjust your glasses. <laughs> um, I did like this. Ed Week broke it down into four phases of your summer. Oh. And I know you like this because I know you like phases and lists. I, I do like, I yes, I love A, a good template. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They thought the first phase they recommend is to review your most recent school year data. Makes sense. So spend right as the door closes and the kids are gone. That time living in all of your end-of-the-year testing, your whole year, review, think about it. Look at the big picture, look at themes,
1: trends. Now, we're not saying create a plan yet. Nope, you're just looking at it. Just looking at it.
0: Then phase two is rest. Like, literally add time into your summer to rest. Thank you. That's really nice. Step three is to learn. Mm -hmm. So, actually, they talked about how important it is to learn without motive. Because she just schooled me. Because I touched the spring right here, and she literally like snapped, pointed, (laughs) like I was terrified.
1: (laughs) Don't touch that. Well, I didn't want everybody to be able to hear
0: it because I was talking so good. Okay. Anyways, the learning. A lot of times we learn with the intention of doing. So this is just learning to learn, like reading to read.
1: That feels nice.
0: And like not taking frantic notes and And how it applies to your school. right? Just like growing your knowledge as the instructional leader. That feels lovely. And then the final phase is to stick to a start creating that plan for next year. Um, Because we were talking about this earlier, Christy, about like maybe it wasn't with you. (laughs) It wasn't with you. Okay. It was my other friends. Just kidding. It's rude that you have those. (laughs) Okay. I was talking about it with some colleagues at work who are also my friends. And we were talking about how, like, how rare it is to finish a thought that's deep (laughs) during your work day.
1: Oh, yeah. And even
0: in summer school, like, you get more time uninterrupted. Yes. Larger hunks because you really don't have a huge to-do list besides plan or help students. Right, right. So you get a little more time to do that, but... Like, to have a full day. Oh, we don't get,
1: no, we don't even get that. That you could just, like, live in dreams and and plan is um, is not going to happen. And we don't have a ton of work days, but even just a few that we have. Yeah. You're still interrupted quite a bit. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So that's what the planning part is. It's just really locking yourself in your own thoughts and thinking about that. Love that. That was.
1: I really like that. Review data, rest, learn, create the plan. Yes, don't try to do that in a week. Spread it out over your summer, guys. Okay. I like that. That makes a lot of sense. It's too. not like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I have to say right. that for you, Christy, because I feel like you're going to have a calendar. Every single week of summer, on Mondays we'll review data, on Tuesdays yes. we'll rest, on Wednesdays we'll learn. You guys know that's exactly <laughs> what her brain is thinking. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. And I think it does make a lot of sense, the order that it's done. Thank you. Love it. Thank Love you, it. Ed Week. Anything else from the scholarly lens?
0: Yes. The other thing that I read a little bit about, and this was from Edutopia, um, was summer is a really good time. So this isn't as much like a to-do list, but to really think about your priorities. And I loved this part, thinking about what you need to say no to mm. and or what you can take off of people's plates for next year, what you can help your staff stay no to. So just like living in that place of no and like what didn't make you a better leader, what didn't make them better teachers, what yep. didn't have an impact and really thinking about those things. And then the other thing that I liked was it talked about we don't allow ourselves to live in innovation very much, I know. and that kind of goes back to that create a plan for next year, like uninterrupted. Let yourself live in what could be. Yep. In the dream. I was about to say that same thing. What oh could gosh. be? Yeah. Yep. And then the last scholarly thing I read was a lot of times we do spend our summers with staff thinking about the ones that we know we want to coach and the next step for those staff that are still learning skills or growing. Yep. And this author argued to spend your summer thinking about supporting your
1: strongest teachers. You got some really good tangible nuggets from those two articles. Good job. Thank you, Skuller. That's it. I'm done. I'm out. Take your glasses off. Goodbye. All right, systems. I actually posted this on an Instagram story. Yeah. And I probably got more hits on this one little thing that I did.
0: What did you... I don't remember
1: this. I literally just keep a folder that's titled Next Year. (laughs) And you stick everything in there? And as things come, because in our district, we typically start, you know, in January, you start looking at the the following year with different things. The calendars come out, all that stuff. And so I just start a folder, and it literally says Next Year, and everything goes into it that I get for the following year. Because otherwise, you lose it, or... Or you don't lose it. You try to pay too much attention to it. Yes. And it's not really the right time to yes. start diving in and thinking deeply about what the next school year will be. So. That's smart. So, I know it sounds silly, but other than those those traffic cones I got, yeah. I feel like that was my most liked that traffic <laughs> cones were <big>. Those traffic <laughs> cones were big. They are now linked in our Amazon storefront. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Might be able to retire off traffic cones. <laughs> And those uh, whistles I found that you don't have to breathe into. You just
0: push the button. I will say, as I'm starting a new job now, I stole this idea from someone else. So I have a principal friend that's new, and he's very OCD like me. So we bond about that. But he has a template of his most commonly sent out messages to families. So like, in my eight years of being a principal, never did I save a message I sent out to my families. But he'll send one out of, like, July, these are great messages to send out to your family. So he just cut and paste and puts it in. Never thought
1: to do that. Did you not think to do that? Either? No, I'm, like, actually really mad right now. I invent it them. every year. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I need to remind
0: them about Book Fair. He has a tab that he just... Says Book Fair. Uh-huh. And he just cuts and pastes that messages every year. Hey, how to be efficient. Oh, my gosh. Right? So I'm taking that now in my new job and, like... Because you'll have to send out the same things every year. Correspondence that goes out to staff in July. I literally started a document. Emails to send about contracts. These are, you know. Oh
1: my goodness. Because
0: how many of us reinvent the wheel all the time? I'm going to make that and I'm
1: going to put it in our portal.
0: There you go. I can steal his. Just kidding. It's copyrighted for him. (laughs) (laughs) But just thinking about like this summer while you're doing stuff, make a, like a digital template. footprint, a template. Oh my gosh. So you don't have to redo it every year. Genius. I know. I did do that. I always do a Google to-do list for my summer work. Yeah. And then I do one for my secretary. Yeah. And so then every April we review that together of what her work is and what yeah.
1: mine is. Yeah. And I feel like I do more fill-in templates. Like during the summer I create my templates for the year. Like I have an announcement template. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. it's It kind of takes a little bit of time to set up in the beginning, but then I have, like, all the dates already there. I don't – and I don't have to remember if it's A day, B day, blah, 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 C day. (laughs) Right. True. And all of that jazz. So I make a lot of templates over the summer summer as well. What are some of the other systems you have? Um, you love good systems. I do like good systems. I also buy my planner in the Oh, I, I just bought a planner. Did you? Mm-hmm. I always buy my, my Moleskine planner and start setting that up for the year because I set my planner up pretty much the exact same every year. We, that's our
0: third most asked about thing. What planner do you use? What planner, what planner do you use? use? They, yeah, people do like to Christy buys Moleskin, and I like to find the one with the cutest outside and an inside I can tolerate. Yes. I need a spiral. You don't like spirals. No. I'm I need just, it to lay flat
1: for me. The Moleskins do. You have to like crease it. No, you don't. That's like they're literally made for that. Yeah, that's what they're known for. I mean, I yeah. I mean, they're just really nice notebooks. Okay. Well, I didn't I'm know this sure about Ernest the moleskin. Hemingway wrote a lot of his work in Is the it Moleskine? out of real moleskin.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I can't cross that bridge. I'm out. <laughs> what okay. Else?
1: What about your systems?
0: Um, I read this in an article, and I don't remember where I read it, but I. It it was something that stuck with me pretty early on, that I'm really intentional about what I want my staff to accomplish in the first 25 days in regards to behavior. Yes. So I chart out, because to me that's playing the long game of your school culture. So I chart out what my expectations are for teachers with their classroom for the first 25 days. in Like, oh, bing. I did it again. (laughs) But I just talk about, like, what do I want to make sure – if I if I prioritize this mm-hmm. for twenty five days, then it will feed forward my building for the rest of the school year. That's a good point. So outline, do you expect team builders, do you
1: expect within the within yep. the classroom? What routines do you expect reviewed? Procedures. Mm-hmm. And how are you gonna teach those on a building wide level and a classroom wide yep. level? How are you gonna things.
0: ensure that teachers are building community or teaching kids how to collaborate? Are you doing a back to school assembly for the whole building. Yep. All those kind of things. So that's one thing to And you don't really... even have
1: necessarily have to plan it day by day. Nope. It can just be, like, those generic things that you want covered, and then you can always... Because load... you're going to want to throw that in
0: your back-to-school PD yep. and be really intentional about it. Yep. So I spend some time on that. Yep. And the other thing is, like, you, we both thought about this, because I thought on yours and on mine, is
1: that, like, it's a great time to do some maintenance stuff. Yes. Buildings and grounds. I always spend time purging Mm-hmm. and condensing yep um organizing what, my one of my goals as a leader is to make sure that the space in my building the real estate in my building is used as much for instruction and kids as possible yep and so I, when i go to a building that has a whole lot of classrooms being used as storage i just cringe yep because that is not the best way to use that space do we need storage yes right <laughs> But can you turn
0: that into a makerspace studio or an innovation lab? Yeah, we had a science
1: lab one year. Right, we did too. Yeah, that we turned um, a storage room into. Because they're classrooms and we just put junk in them. I do not like that. No, and I also have to, like, we have a couple of
0: options of rooms that kids can go in and, like, it's really important to me with our social-emotional needs to have, like, Accessible school supplies, clothing, yes. wash—that it's not weird that an adult has to get you. Yes, like I can just send you down to that room with a bag, and you can get what you need oh, for your I house. Oh, love that? Yeah. So, but at the end of the year, it's a mess. Yeah. yeah. So I have to organize it every year, but it's yeah. really important that kind of stuff, you know. Also, it's really good time to spend with your head custodian. Uh huh. And talking through some long term and short term maintenance because that always gets pushed aside in the school year. Oh yeah. Where do you need to touch up paint? Where do you need to
1: replace this? Where do you need to? I have one thing I have my teachers do is on my end of the year checklist, Mm -hmm. um, I keep a blank Google, not blank, but like a blank table in a Google Doc and you just put your room number and your name. And anything that you notice in your room that needs to be done over the summer. Oh, and that's then, smart. And then I give it to my custodian. Obviously, not every single thing can be accommodated necessarily. Right. But it at least gives me and the custodian a talking point. Yeah, the talking point of what like like can or can't be done.
0: Yeah. And the other thing is, like with furniture, we always do an inventory of like broken stuff or yeah. whatever, and decide how much I need to order or budget over the summer. Yep. Genius. Those are great things. Boom. All okay, right. So, anything else? <laughs>
1: Have anything else for system?
0: No, but I mean, soul wise, what you got? Oh, yes. This was all you. I didn't do any of this. I didn't.
1: I did that. That's all you. Oh my gosh. I did a really nice job. I know. I just did the scholar <laughs> in the systems. So this is on you. Um, I do think on the soul side, one thing that I think about is. As you're planning in the summer, being mindful of the decisions that you can make on your own and the decisions that need to be made with a team. Yeah. My teams have always been really open to meeting over the summer, but I've always been really mindful to say, okay, we're only meeting in June. We're going to meet on Tuesdays in June from three to four, whatever it is. And then that's it. And it's planned way in advance. So you can decide if you want to come and they're always optional.
0: Yep. Same. And I do that with personnel stuff too. Like sometimes you have to call... You have to do interviews over the summer. You just do. And I'll always invite staff, but not require. Because yeah, yeah. I want them to feel like they're included, but I also don't want them to have to give up their time. Yeah. I agree. You know, there's always those, like, logistical things you want to crank out in the summer because everyone wants that before they get back. The schedule. Yes. The budgets. The rosters. Because you want all of that to be not something you're working yes. on when teachers
1: are back in the building. Yeah. And I, I know that teachers, they... They want to plan. Like, yeah. I mean, I want teachers to rest, but you also have those teachers who like they get their creative juices going in the yep. summer, and so I like to be able to have you know a template of the master schedule ready for them, so they can kind of start to envision what their year is going to look like. Absolutely. Too. So, um, you are the queen of calendaring. I love to calendar. So, summer. tell us more about what your calendaring looks like. I put you. I put all my recurring things on there. Over the summer for the following year. Yep. So even I'll as put, early as
0: June, I do. I put. Yep. I will put like culture boosters. Remember, um, like I used to put when I was a principal, cover recess. I'd pick three days and I'd invite. I'd invite staff that I knew could help me cover those recess duties. So it was on their calendar already, mm-hmm. um, or. Surprise Jeans Day or whatever, those culture boosters kind of things, I would do my whole evaluation cycle. I at least map out my formatives because I already have my building schedule yep. done. Yep. So I'll map out my formatives for the first quarter, like my walkthroughs, for at least a quarter. I don't go too far ahead now because I get way behind. Uh-huh. And then it's like a, yeah. But I will put my summative conferences on that are in February and March because I know I'm going to have to have them. They I have do. to be
1: done no matter what. And so. I know who I have to meet with already.
0: I put those on there. I put my staff meetings on there. I work really hard in my open opening letter to staff to give them a calendar for the year of their after school requirements so that they can set their family life The beginning of August, they know on these five dates, I have to stay till 8 p.m. Yep. So I try to get all of that figured out so that staff have that going into the year.
1: I actually, one of the things that I got the best feedback on giving to my staff that I made over the summer was I literally went to printacalendar.com. And I printed a year-long calendar that was actually really small. And I got the whole year on a front and back. Nice. And I just hand wrote, literally hand wrote in pencil. All of those, Dates. like, all of our PLC meetings, all of our yep. committee meetings, our staff PD, like, meetings, everything, and gave it to them at the beginning of the year. God, and changed mine too much. And it's still on Google, so if we do have changes, changes like, they, they can, can make it, you know uh-huh. what I mean? But for the most part, we stuck to it, and I just had rave reviews on that. That's good.
0: Yeah, I try not to change my after-school stuff at
1: all. Yeah, I mean, daytime, yeah. yeah. During the day, things change more, but I... I try not to change after-school stuff unless it's going to, like, be totally canceled in a gift of time.
0: Right. And I also thought about, like, for a while I didn't do this, but I really tried to maximize that one day a week was our, if we're going to meet after school, it was always that same day. Yeah. So that staff could also get really, like, some of my staff really started to appreciate that after year four. It was always Thursday. Yeah. Like, I got smart halfway through and was like, okay, it's always Thursdays. And so they could plan their family stuff around that. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. The, the, I did read this, and I thought it was such a good idea, and I never did it. During the summer when you have to work and there aren't staff or students in your building, I read in an article what a great idea it would be, and I think this was in a business article, not even about principals, was to go out and work in shops locally within your community. So instead of sitting in your office in front of your oh. computer, take your laptop... To the coffee shop that's in your attendance boundary.
1: That's genius. I know.
0: I was like, oh, I wish I would have done that.
1: So that you're out. Or a local restaurant. Yep. And you're giving
0: business to them. It's within your attendance zone. And then
1: ask them for a gift card so you can give it to your staff
0: Yep. Hit them up. (laughs) Hit them up. That's genius. Yeah, isn't it? So rather than sitting in your boring office, think about that.
1: That is super smart.
0: That's all I got. All right, all right. That's all we have for today from the desk of the modern principal. Please read his name first, because that's where I picked this <laughs> quote. His name is William
1: Sprangles. 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 All right. The work we do is challenging and constant, and we need to be emotionally and strategically ready for the fall from William Sprinkles, So get ready, Sprinkles. <laughs> That's all, right. all we have, That's guys. That's all we have for today. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to our pod to receive them as soon as they drop. Follow us on Instagram at The Modern Principle. Also, go to JustWriteReader.com, and you can find more resources at themodernprincipal.com. Bye.